Welcome, friends and fiends. This is your host, film critic and comedian, Nate Wyckoff. And I'm here to tell you about an exciting giveaway that Warner Brothers Discovery and Colton Classic Films LLC has put together to build your 4K Ultra HD film collection on digital. We are giving away four codes which contain digital 4K Ultra HD versions of Rebel Without a Cause, Maltese Falcon, and Cool Hand Luke. These are films that you absolutely must know as a film buff. You can get this code by being one of the lucky four people we pull from our newsletter list. So go to coltonclassicfilms.com slash newsletter and give us your email and your name and we'll sign you up for the newsletter and we will enter you in the competition. That's all you got to do. So please go ahead and do that. The contest ends on April 30th and we will send out the winning codes on May 1st. Thank you so much for being a listener. And here's your episode of Colton Classic Films Podcast. Welcome to Colton Classic. <laughs> Welcome, friends and fiends, to another mini-sode of Colton Classic Podcast. These are the short Friday episodes we bring you to tide you over until our next main episode, which always airs on Tuesday. Uh, those main episodes, of course are when we discuss two thematically linked films, one mainstream and one cult. And these Friday episodes are where we do these little one-offs to keep you interested, such as reviews of movies, games, uh, interviews, all sorts of strange stuff. And today I'm excited to talk about a very, very weird uh, direct-to-video feature from 1994 called Plankton. Yes, Plankton, like the little microscopic uh, food creatures that are in the ocean that so many sea critters rely on for sustenance it got a movie in 1994 actually it has nothing to do with plankton um but it's called plankton and uh, a lot of you out there cult film buffs monster movie buffs may actually know this film under its later release title creatures from the abyss i believe shriek show actually released a creatures from the abyss uh cut and they also had it in one of their like three packs uh, with I, th I think the dark and uh, it's it's off the top of my head I'm forgetting the other one but anyway creatures from the abyss or plankton whichever you want to call it it is a weird trip of a movie that is sure to delight many a cult fan and confound and anger everyone else uh, so let's talk about this movie I really enjoy this movie uh, obviously I we have it here at the studio I've seen it uh, several times but the best way to watch this, I don't care who you are, in my opinion, is by watching the new RiffTracks.com release of this film, where, of course, you have Kevin Murphy, Bill Corbett, and Mike Nelson making funny jokes along with the feature, because it really makes it more viewable. Um, it, let's just set this film up. No matter what version you're watching, the same is true. It follows... Uh, a group of, of, they're supposed to be teenagers, I think, but they're certainly not teenagers, but a group of young people who go off of the coast of Florida in like a dinghy, it's not even a dinghy, it's like a raft to, I guess, booze cruise or what, I don't really know, uh, but they get lost somehow out at sea. Uh, I say somehow because... <laughs> We get lots of camera work that's really close to the raft in the dark uh, and fairly quickly into the movie, we get really wild cuts and edits uh, so much so that it is like watching 
it's like somebody took all the clippings from the floor at a studio and put them together. You'll have like fish faces combined with um, shots of almost complete darkness, combined with shots of a screaming bloody elderly man, combined with um, shots of the young people screeching in a raft while rainwater is thrown at them off from off screen. Uh, and then you'll see a boat and a lab, all sorts of stuff. That continues on for uh, a confusingly long time. Uh, at which point, finally, the raft of young people arrives to the side of the boat and they climb up into the boat. Now, they think they're rescued. And of course, the boat actually turns out, uh, the boat turns out to be empty. Sorry if you can hear my cat in the background. She loves to be a part of these recordings and she has strong opinions. So uh, what happens is they go aboard the boat, they don't find anyone, and... Uh, the top level of the boat is like a laboratory with lots of flash frozen deep sea creatures, anglery looking guys, angry looking fish. And then underneath is what is clearly some sort of uh, international waters sex palace. Um, we have this incredibly 80s, uh, I know it's the 90s, but it's very 80s and early 90s styled like love hotel kind of setup. Each uh, room is set up with mirrors and dim lighting. And one of them has a lamp where the light bulb is coming out of like this gnome character's genitalia. I know that sounds impossible to visualize. And trust me, it is impossible to visualize uh, until you actually see it on film. Um, but there's mirrors everywhere and it's a total trip. What's most insane about it is that there is a long before the Billy Bass talking wall robots that, that would tell jokes and sing, you know, like mounted fish. Uh, those of you listeners outside of America, I don't know if you have these. They were all the rage uh, a couple decades ago out here as like gag gifts. There's these rubber fish that flip and flop and tell jokes and sing when you press a button and you mount them on the wall like a, like a trophy fish. Uh, but long before those, there was this wall creature. It's uh, like an art installation clock with a big rolling eye on one side of its head, like a flounder um, that says sexual innuendo and dirty jokes in a woman's voice at anyone who passes by. And the characters in the film do not really respond to this or acknowledge it, although the camera certainly does. It is the weirdest, most surreal experience. It's like um, a meth head's vision of peewee's playhouse if they were hyperactive and could only focus on one thing intensely at a time so they didn't get any puppets or cartoons or anything else they just got this one dirty talking fish on the wall uh, i don't know if that's gonna come anywhere close to creating a mental picture but it is bizarre so we have these we'll call them teenagers uh in the boat now uh two of the women there are, are, are two men three women uh, there's the nerdy guy who looks sort of like uh, the gentleman from the film Time Chasers. And then there's the jerk guy uh, who has a bit of a unibrow. And uh, I, I don't remember the actors' names. That's not because they don't deserve mentioning. It's because most people in this cast actually were only in this film. They're, they're not credited elsewhere. Uh, the, the actual one exception of the main cast would be Sharon Marino, who uh, actually did some films up until um, the, the actually mid 2000s, she was in TV and films. And she did, 
before this uh, an erotic thriller called The Smile of the Fox. So anyone who watches this and is interested should check that out. Uh, it's from, I think, 92. Uh, she is at that point credited as Sharon Tomey. So, and the same with this film. But anyway, uh, there is there are these three women, two of which are in bikinis the entire time and no one ever changes clothes. Uh, and then there are the two men and then there's the third woman who is the smart guy's girlfriend. So you expect those two to be the long-term survivors. And there's really no surprises here as far as plot development, uh, but there are wild changes in the last maybe quarter of this film that are absolutely uh, the reason this is a cult film and remembered by many. So uh, first off, yes, it, there is nudity of the early 90s direct-to-video kind. Uh, there are shower scenes, men and women, there are uh, gratuitous shots, it, all that stuff. But mostly the film is uh, the doofy jerk guy making really bad jokes that don't make sense while everyone acts like this isn't a ghost ship uh, and that they're not an extreme danger. They spend most of their time chowing down on the food there. By the way, they cook the most disturbingly old, weird, fake, but real looking fish they find in the fridge. That's the first thing they do and then they eat it. And of course it infects some of them and they get sick. Uh, where does this movie go? Well, the movie goes to extremely bizarre uh, camera effects as well as monster effects and stop motion animation and flying fish attacking faces and big fishy tentacle creatures. Um, if that sounds interesting and it absolutely should, check out Plankton or Creatures from the Abyss because it really is sort of wild. Like the movie is just dumb goofy camp bad acting bad plot bad editing uh fun that's a little slow and then when that last maybe 20 25 minutes hits of this movie it, the effects are wild they're unexpected because they're so over the top uh, we have some uh we have a infected pregnancy uh and and i won't even go into that it's disturbing it's brief but it's disturbing in a way that Zack snyder could never have achieved in his dawn of the dead remake scripted by james gunn that's right we got to mention james gunn every time here and uh i just watch this movie if this at all sounds interesting to you if you like trash cinema as we like to call it check this out if you haven't already plankton 1994 creatures from the abyss and i urge you if you like to laugh and enjoy these films in that way, which if you don't, what are you doing watching these movies? I'm sorry, the plot is non-existent, uh, or rather it is existent. It's just very haphazardly done. Check out rifttracks.com and pick up the Plankton 1994 copy because it has all of their jokes, uh, which are super hilarious as always. And if you're interested in Mystery Science Theater and Rift Tracks, uh, which is the current really the current real version i think is what i like to call it uh although no shade to the netflix mystery science theater 3000 but if you like that stuff uh pick up plankton from refracts.com but also go back and listen to our episode where we had the amazing uh mary joe peel and bridget nelson of Rift Tracks and Mystery Science Theater 3000 on the show. We talk about some great movies and well we talk about some movies uh some great some otherwise and have a good time. As always, please write reviews of our podcast. If you like what we do, wherever you get them, write a review. It helps other people find us and uh, send us your information. Send us requests, questions, comments, hate mail, anything you want to Colton Classic Podcast at gmail.com and follow us on 
Instagram and Facebook at Colton Classic Podcast. And you can follow me, Nate Wyckoff, uh, at Nate Wyckoff on Twitter. Thanks so much for listening. We will catch you next Tuesday. And to play us out, as always, is The Chud with All About Evil. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Colton Classic Podcast. This podcast is important to me, but what's more important are the rights, privileges, and freedom from violence of everyone in this country and in this world. And that means supporting Black Lives Matter. If you'd like to make a donation, please go ahead and visit coltonclassicpodcast.com where we have a list of places you can donate and help out. And please stay safe.